As you know, civic elections will be coming up in October. There's already been plenty of conversation. There will be much more as we get closer to voting day. And the Canadian Taxpayers Federation is hoping that people remember how much you are paying for gas when you head to the ballot box. And joining me now is the BC Director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, Chris Sims. Chris, great to have you on the show this morning. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me on. Good morning. What are you hoping voters will think about when when it comes time to vote uh, civically. Well, we hope that they remember this most recent gas tax hike and that they think about their wallets because for many people, especially in Metro Vancouver, it's becoming unaffordable just to do day-to-day, everyday things, the cost of living, as we like to say. We've got the highest gas prices in North America. We've got the highest auto insurance rates in all of Canada. And as we know, in many cases, housing costs more than Manhattan. And I'm getting very little understanding, empathy, and sympathy coming from our elected officials when it comes to things like costliness and things that they have control over. And they have control over how much we are charged, uh, for taxes at least, at the gas pumps. And so for them to just turn around and say, oh, you know that thing that you voted against a few years ago against the TransLink tax and that Democratic referendum? Well, we're just going to jack the gas tax up anyway. Thanks so much. Voters should remember that when it comes to the ballot box, because that is one vote that the politicians can't ignore. And interesting that you mentioned that, because I thought of that also when a few weeks ago, when the premier said he didn't think that most British Columbians would be that upset by a penny or a penny and a half increase at the pumps. And and I thought, does he not remember the referendum we had only a couple of years ago, three years ago, in which there was the no vote for half a percent on a sales tax? And and you're right. I thought that that's that's odd that that you would think it was almost as though he didn't know his audience. Yes, exactly. And in fact, uh, his minister that's responsible for municipal affairs, Selena Robinson, when she was at the big Fufara announcement of, yay, we're spending $7 billion in taxpayers' money on the transit system in Metro Vancouver, the big announcement they had at the waterfront uh, SkyTrain station a few weeks ago, she was cheering, saying, oh my goodness, thank goodness that we don't have to deal with referendums anymore. You know, this is a much wiser way of doing it, May just ramming it through. And she was applauding it openly in front of cameras. And so to have somebody who's democratically elected as a member of the Legislative Assembly saying that about voters who came out in force and said no to tax hikes to pay for transit that were exorbitant, um, it was amazing. And so, and now this just adds insult to injury. So the way that they've set this up to, to explain this in their own way So we've got funding coming from the feds, we've got funding coming from the province, and we have funding coming from the municipalities, even though, frankly, there's only ever one taxpayer. So we've got the portions of all three governments. Victoria said, hey, cities of Metro Vancouver, you can't have these cookies coming from Victoria and Ottawa unless you make up the quote-unquote difference yourselves. And by doing so, you need to jack up the gas tax a penny and a half or a cent and a half. Good luck with that. And so they were trying to hold back the funding. And so that's what the Metro Vancouver mayors say happened. And they say they felt like they were forced into it. And so they all, you know, reluctantly agreed to this gas tax hike. But frankly, this doesn't need to happen this way. As we pointed out during the referendum, all these mayors in Metro Vancouver who say they love transit so much, if they ponied up 0.5% of their future tax growth without increasing their taxes, 
just because people are moving here and they're spending money with their property taxes. 0.5%. They could make up more than what they need for their portion. But no, they don't do that. (laughs) They'd rather pin it on the average driver who's driving around the entire region than try to portion off a tiny fraction of their own tax income. Uh, When you talk about um, making sure you remember this so that voters remember this when we go to the polls, though, uh, is there an issue with the fact that a lot of the mayors uh, on the council aren't uh, running again? That is a great point. And yes, there is an issue with it, frankly. And it's hard to keep track then of these new people who are coming in and running. So I'm going to be doing a lot of online homework and a lot of phone calling and doing my best to at least get a barometer of where these new candidates are standing or some of the people who are seeking re-election in the upcoming fall votes. And we'll try to post that information on our website. But I'm really urging people, you know, we don't care who you vote for, but keep in mind what your wallet can handle and pick up the phone yourself, you know, do your research yourself. And when these people come door knocking and asking for your vote, ask them this stuff. Will you increase gas taxes to pay for transit? Will you increase my other taxes to pay for transit or whatever else is most important to you? And you, you point out as well you, in your latest uh, writing about this, uh, and my guess is, I don't have the actual research, but anybody that lives near the border, I'm sure, is spending more time or filling up in the States just because it is so much cheaper for the exact same gasoline. Oh, exactly. So as you point out, it's exactly the same gasoline, and it's frankly a very comparable uh, way of life and living. I think for a lot of people living in Metro Vancouver, we're so overwhelmed by its beauty. It is absolutely stunning that we actually start feeling almost guilty for being able to live in such a beautiful place. And sometimes people start thinking, oh, I'm, I'm sinning somehow by using my car, or I'm just so lucky to be here, I better, you know, fork over my pound of flesh at the pump. But if you take a look at Seattle, for example, apples to apples, it's a world-class city, it's got libraries and yoga and Amazon and Starbucks, it's very similar to Vancouver. Their average gasoline price, even close to downtown, is nine Canadian. And they've got a transit system. Why is that? Why are we forking over 51 cents per liter in Metro Vancouver? And I think, frankly, it's just because we're letting them do it. And when you talk about the 0.5% of future tax Mm -hmm. growth, have you put that to any of the politicians or gotten any response to that idea? Yes, we put it to them back during the referendum when my predecessor, Jordan Bateman, was with the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. And some of the mayors will say things like, oh, we already pay more than our fair share. And then others, you know, fall strangely quiet. So, you know, say I'm not picking on one in particular, but say a mayor, you know, is going on and on about how much they love SkyTrain and how, you know, transit is the best thing ever, blah, 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 blah. And they don't fork over their own money from their own jurisdictions. They just don't pony it up. And frankly, isn't that what the mayor's council is for? (laughs) Isn't that what the Metro Vancouver discussions are for? Can't these politicians get together and hammer on an agreement to save taxpayers money so there's no increase, but they themselves portion off point? five percent of future growth like if they love transit systems so much and they want it to be the best in the whole wide world why not pay for it without sticking it to your taxpayers with an increase well and and you kind of get the impression that uh, it it really is Uh, we have have the war on the car in vancouver Mm -hmm. there's the war now on the single family house how dare you want to live in a single family home Uh, but it's i think there's a lot more going on it seems that uh, yes there's there's a call for many people to lower this gas tax, but perhaps there's not the appetite because the bigger picture is that they don't want us driving. Yes, exactly. That is ultimately it. Uh, In many cases, politicians like the idea of people living smaller and frankly, in many cases, living more dependent. 
So if you don't have a car and you're living in a more controlled environment, like a strata condo or an apartment block during, you know, densification and smart growth, and you only take transit, and you're frankly easier to control and you're not ranging about in a truck, you know, how dare you drive out to Chilliwack or go across the states and over across the border. Ultimately, that's where that thinking gets down to, and that's ideologically driven. And so for voters and people listening, when you're talking to these mayors who are running for council and running for mayor this fall, figure out what their ideology is. Are they more for bigger government, more control, uh, less personal individual freedom? Do they like the idea of groups all the time, you taking public transit, you living in group situations, or are they more individualist? And then narrow it down from there. Often, not always, the more individualist a person is, the less more less likely they are to want to jack up your taxes. It was interesting. I did a call-in show about a month or so ago with a different radio station. You can probably guess which one. All of these callers were calling in saying, oh, we should be paying more in gasoline taxes. We should be paying higher gasoline taxes. We should be only taking transit. Every single one of the callers were driving a personal vehicle. They were talking about other people paying for this. And see, that's where it really becomes a war on the car and the war on the middle class and making it unaffordable to live here. All right, Chris, we'll have to leave it there. But uh, I'm sure we will talk to you again before the civic elections. Thanks so much for being with us this morning. Thank you so much for caring about this. You take care and have a good weekend. All right, you too.